Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me for the very first time, it's Blonde Jeremy. <laughs> it's Blonde Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. You, it's it's always you. good to have new people on the show. Yeah, I, was, I, had, to, I had to get rid of that other guy. Yeah, he stank. <laughs> Brown hair was so boring. Yeah, right. That's what they call they call him boring brown hair Braditich. That's what they call him. Now I'm <laughs> now I'm beautiful blonde Braditich. <laughs> beautiful blonde Braditich. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Beautiful blonde Braditich. Before uh, before we jump in, I need to say how funny it is every time just for me to hold on to the opening. So we've got the scene transitions, right? We have like the stream starting and then it goes into it'll transition into um, the, stri- the the scene that is right now, um, for audio listeners, we are doing a video show as well. You can catch that on twitch.tv forward slash minimapau. Um, the, the scene, which is both of us, it takes just like a about two and a half seconds for the transition to do its full uh, loop. Mm. And Kerry also gets the stream on a delay because of the way this is set up. And there's just a little bit of fear in his eyes that I've forgotten to hit the button every single time. And unfortunately, that doesn't come through because of the nature of it going to the live stream as opposed to away from it. So only I get to see the fear in Kerry's eyes that I deliberately give him every single time. The, I didn't know I was so transparent. Just the 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 the, the eye um, the eyelids just get a teeny bit wider every <laughs> uh, single time. Here I am thinking I'm being chill and just like, no, Jeremy's gonna do it. It's fine. Don't don't bother him. It's yeah. it's not a it's not a big deal. And but look, also, the- a part of my brain's like, this is where I cut us in. This is when the transition needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, yes, and and part of that is the nature of just me not having a specific time. My transition, I can actually, I could automate all of this. So I could press one button, and the, the yeah. audio will play, and the transition will play at the same time. Yeah, but it's far more fun just to do it. <laughs> now that I know that you're you're fucking with me, I can see that you're definitely not going to let that go. <laughs> never, 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 never. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really had no idea that you could tell that was happening in my head. <laughs> oh, very easily. Very, very easily. Uh, I feel so see-through right now. Um, Blonde Jeremy, when when we were on the Discord earlier this week and you, you posted an image of your, your new aesthetic, uh, there, it was, we were, it was, it was a, a very confused reaction from all who reacted. Have you, set, have you shown June? Uh no, they they wouldn't have seen it just yet. We gotta. We should. We should. You should. We should make, we should make should that happen. Send, send it now, and then we'll see what their live reaction is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but like a bunch of us thought it was a filter. Like I thought it was a joke. And but also you kind of posted it and then and then ghosted the Discord for an hour or two. Yeah. And so we're all there, just sort of like hypothesizing with each other, and you're like, "What did I? What did I say? I said something." I said, did you lose a bet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a lovely thing to say to someone. <laughs> I was just so surprising. It was so new, you know? It was so sudden to me. And then you were like, no, no bet. It, it's just something I wanted to do. I'm like, oh, well, great. It looks yeah. great. You look a lot like our friend Tom. Uh, yes, I, just... I, I tagged him just with the words brother. 
so yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's a fun. It's a good good reason to do anything just because you you always wanted to, you know. Well, it's not even that I always wanted to. It's it's I specifically didn't want to for a very very long time, and then over the last oh, that's a weird reason to do. Well, things, well but but then over the last two years, like I was well, like for a long time, I was quite self conscious about my hair. Um, as as I'm quite blind. Uh, getting a haircut can be quite uh, quite an experience because I have to take off my glasses every time um, I get a haircut, so I never know what it's like until it happens. And I've had many a poor haircut. Um, but then over the past like eighteen months, I've definitely just stopped caring about it in its entirety to the point where like, what if it just like, what if we just fuck it up, mate? Like, what if we yeah. just completely just like change it all um mm. to the point where i said like if i don't like my blonde after a week i was just gonna go completely bald and just regrow my hair which will be fun nice yes um because i've never be cool. never been bald nope nope i'm uh i'm toying with the idea of that i'm i've i've got too much hair at the moment i haven't had a haircut in two and a half years <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long but um yeah no i i i think it's a good look jeremy thank you uh enough about haircuts let's talk about video games uh we uh this is minimap i'm realizing i'm like hang on hang on what are we doing again with this the minimap cast is what we're doing that's true uh you can you can find us every week on minimap.com.au you can also find us in a bunch of other places recording this the minimap cast uh so uh that goes live on every podcast service of choice it goes live on the website it also goes live on twitch as we record it Usually Monday evenings, uh, Australian time, that is. So if you want to catch us there, you can go to MinimapAU on Twitch. We're also there on all the other socials. We've got Twitter, we've got TikTok, we've got Instagram, all at MinimapAU. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com slash MinimapAU if you wanted to support us monetarily. Uh, that's pretty much it. We also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Uh, we've got a few things here. I, I'm bringing I'm bringing three different things to the table this week. It's like I'm 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 taking the place of uh, boring brown Bradetich and uh, just bringing all sorts of things to the podcast. Boring but... brown Bradetich can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jeremy, start us off with some more discussion on neon white because you spoke about it last week. I did. Uh, since then, I took your recommendation to heart. I picked it up. I've played it just a couple of hours. Um, but what what more do you have to say about Neon White this week, Jeremy? I finished it. Oh! Yep. <laughs> I've put in... Uh, I'm just going to double check how many hours I've put into Neon White, but it's a fucking lot. Because um, <laughs> I not only have finished it, I've also aced every level. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, For those that don't know, it's, it's like you got bronze, silver, gold, and then ace. Yes. And uh, there's, like there's a skill, there's a, there's standards. A, there's a tier above that. There's a tier above ace. Do you know what it is? It's just, it's, it's not, it's not named. It's just like a red medal. Um, so I've heard, I heard kind of funny talking about neon white earlier this today, actually. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that there's a thing that pops up. Like, do you know how to get the red medal or you're not sure? I, d- I just assumed it was get there faster, or is it not? I've heard that you get a little emblem for if you had the world record on a level. Uh, that's that's definitely not the case. Maybe it's, it's like not something that you've been. I mean, like I've been. Cl- I'm, I'm in like the top two hundred for, for a bunch of levels, but I'm ne- not number one because I've got okay. I've, I've got uh, like a few red level, a few red medals. 
Okay, okay. Um, Fair enough. May- maybe it's like a if you reached the top like percentile or something. Yeah, or maybe it's like an author medal. Maybe you beat Ben's time. Yeah, right. Maybe. That'd be cool. Um, Trackmania does that, but that's their like ace medal is the author medal. Yeah, right, right. Um, so this is kind of my de facto review for it because I haven't, I haven't written anything, but I've, I've, I've put together my my final thoughts on it. I'm still gonna I'm I'm still playing it. I'm still going back and playing You're it. You're never gonna hear about Neon White ever again. I mean probably like I don't know if I don't think I'm gonna bring it up next week when I hundred percent the game. Um right. there's there's not so much there's not much more I can talk to this um I I believe. Um so I've I've written like I've written some notes, just a, just a just a brief little little paragraph and a bit. Um, just to go through it, I've I've titled it "Speedrun Heaven." Um, oh, I like that. Which is, I think, quite apt, um, as you know, you are doing speedruns in heaven, kind of not quite heaven, but you know, that's the that's the goal. Um, look, having seen the main story in Ace every level, I think I'm pretty comfortable giving this game a nine and a half out of ten. Wowza. Um, I have no real complaints, really. Um, I think that 95% of the levels are excellent. Um, and I think 100% of them are excellent, but I think 95% of them are really excellent. Um, are any of the levels bad? No. No. Just some of them are not terrific. Yeah. Some of them are like, yeah, that was fine, and I got the ace, and I don't really have much of a... I don't really care much about this level to really bring down my time. Mm. But there are many, many levels in this game that I really love and really enjoy bringing down my time, finding those efficiencies, shaving a half a second off here and doing like, so the, the process for me works as I will find an efficiency and I'll work to make that efficiency more efficient. But as I do that more often than not, I will make a little inefficiency before and after it and then it becomes a cascading okay well let's then tighten that part up again while keeping this new efficiency i found tight to bring that time down even further and then you find a little bit here a little bit there a little bit there this is a puzzle game in many aspects right this is like Mm. a puzzle game where you are you are managing the resource you're managing the managing the card resource finding out where to slot those cards in to their their little little holes and then what you know it's like it's like it's like a it's like finding finding the right shape for these things to go in you know finding the place where to use the cards for their maximum potential whether it's using them as a gun or burning them for their ability right it is this is more almost more almost more than a first person shooting game it is a puzzle game i think at mm. this like it is it is all about just finding the exact right combination um uh, speedrunning feels exhilarating, uncomplicated, intelligent, and perfect. The, there is there is so there is such a little barrier. So it's, it's, yes, it's such a small barrier to um, to getting enjoyment out of speedrunning in this game um, because it's it is. I I think this is actually not too dissimilar to actual speedrunning in terms of. It's about thinking things in different ways. It's about potentially breaking the sequence. If you can skip a section, then you're going to be rewarded with a much lower time. Mm. Um, it is about using the cards in as many ways as you think you can use them to, maxif- to maximize your speed 
to like you know because it's you you want to keep your maximum speed up as, as for as quickly as you can while doing the bare minimum to get by right so it's it it is quite close to speed running you might see at AGDQ. Speaking of, that's happening at the moment, and I didn't check if Neon White is on there, um, but I really hope it is. It might be too soon. It might be just too soon because they're probably organized uh, months in advance. It's SGDQ at the moment, right? Yes, it is. First in-person one in a very long time. Oh, is it actually? Yep. Yep. No way. Which is exciting. Kind of scary. I'm really excited for it because like GDQ has got such a vibe to it. It's got such a feeling to having the audience live in person. Like I'm, I'm Oh real- yeah. Like I think in terms of an event, it's the best thing for it, but you know. Oh yeah. 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 It's, you know, it's like anything at the moment. It's like, ah, it's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, Neon white is not here. I, yeah, I just control left it and can't see it. Yeah. That's, that's not surprising. It's, it's, it's a bit. Early. I think, cause I think submissions for this closed like three weeks ago. Yeah. It, that, that, that was, that was my thinking too. Um, the, the 5% of levels that I don't think are excellent are still really good levels, but a lot of them sort of do things that are just not quite so fun to redo over and over again. For example, there are some levels where there's a lot of a lot of falling or a lot of like almost waiting around a little bit. Um, and, you know, part of that is like maybe I'm not thinking in the right way to get to the end faster, but I think that specifically the levels where you're going down like like down vertically for a majority of it, there's a lot of gliding when there's no stomp card available. Mm-hmm. And that's not quite as fun because there's a level of, well, the minimum this is going to take is my fall speed, um, which is just, it's just not as fun to revisit. It's pretty slow. You float down. Yeah. yeah. Um, the story ended up being really fun. Um, the, what I was thinking was probably the weakest part of the game, um, is really not very weak at all. Um, it was, it was quite a, it ended up being as opposed to a neutral, which is what I was feeling about it last week. It has now come around to being a positive for the game. I'm glad the story is in it. I enjoyed the characters quite a lot. Um, the character dynamics and moments really shined towards the end. There's a lot of really nice moments between these characters. Not nice as in like they're happy moments, but like there were some really interesting perspectives that like like a lot of there's a lot of nuance to the story towards the end which is good because at the at the beginning it's like it's it's a very anime style story mm. everything's very over the, over the top it's like you know what the yeah right and they still have that but they have some more grounded moments in the story later on that was um it, it caught me off guard um frankly mm. it was it was it was good to see i'm glad it was there um, and I felt like it, it helped elevate the story in its entirety to have these genuine, thoughtful moments as opposed to a lot of like intense visceral reactions 100%, 100% of the time, but while still being in character. Um, as well as I think um, you don't quite get it in the first couple, few chapters of the game because it's it seems so far away relative to where you are, but the the clock counting down at the end of every chapter like really starts to become kind of like an intense thing. Um, like it feels like this impending thing that you got to work against, um, which uh, really like it helped the story. It, it was, it's a really good choice to have that. I love, I love impending time in an, in a story like a, like we got to do this before X, Y, Z because otherwise nothing will work. Right. Like the great stakes. Um, 
of course, you know, we know this, but the art direction is completely nuts. Like, it is just, like, so fucking good. Um, the character yeah, design is, is really the character design is striking. The level design is, like, so... Like, the level design is so good, but it's, like, lifted all the way up with this really, like, extravagant, regal, like, design of the world. But, like, later on, it's not all like that. Like, they change the style of the levels that you're in, so you feel like you're in different locations. Um, it's not just it's this... It's sort of, like, going through... Um, not Abstergo. Going through Aperture Labs... Um, not quite. No, it's it's more it's it's more biblical than that. Like you're going to, I, I won't spoil like uh, I just where meant it how is, like aperture is so like pristine, and then you get towards the end of that game, and you start breaking through, and all of a sudden you're you're, you're using that's those same portal mechanics inside of a different setting to what you had been before. Yeah, kind of. There are, there are some there are some areas which do feel a lot more broken down similar to where like Aperture does in Portal 2. Um but yeah, you start to see some some less perfect areas that still feel like they're in the same world um and are really interesting to be in. Um and there's one level in particular which is a, a non-combat level um which is like got this really like kind of like freaky eerie oppressive music and there's like this big building at the end and there's something inside of it that's very important which i'm not going to spoil what it is but the moment you step foot into the building like the music cuts oh and it like and, and you see like this like horrific thing inside the building and it's like fuck like hey like you like you nailed that like you got me mm-hmm. um which was which was really cool um there's also a part in the game pretty early on where uh, White is talking to Neon Yellow um, and he specifically says the phrase, the vibes are immaculate when talking about the area that he's in. And I just kind of think that's the perfect descriptor for the whole game. Um, like mm. the the vibes, like they are immaculate in this game. <laughs> Everything about it just fucking hits. It all it comes together. This, 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 this fucking crescendo of... of reflective heaven like it's it's uh-huh. fucking tight um and finally i just think like the leaderboards are just so good to have there for every single level the idea of not being able to see the leaderboard until you get an ace score is really intelligent because it's like don't even worry about it until you get this score right but like the the global leaderboard right any leaderboards i believe you just you're pretty do, sure uh, i can see the friend ones prior. yeah no i think i think you might be right um but the global leaderboard not showing up until you get ace is very intelligent because why would you? Um, can I can I just jump on that? Sorry to derail you. Go for it. Do you get any sort of motivation from the global leaderboards in in this game and in general? Or when when I'm in the top two hundred, I do. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I feel like I I always find a global leaderboard is so like contextless. If you know what I mean, like yes. it's like, oh, you're one thousandth. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how far or low that is. I don't know how much more work it's gonna take. I don't know how many people on a Steam leaderboard list have cheated to get like, sure. like point one seconds. Th- th- like there are plenty of those. Um, n- not as many in the early levels, thankfully. So I think they're at least actively looking at them to try and keep them legitimate as possible. Um, mm. What I, the way I think about global leaderboards is 
if I am, say, in, let's say, 1,500th place, which is not very close to the top, I will then look at one and see how, see the actual time difference between me and them. Because if the time difference is, like, like f- six seconds, then there's, like, there's, like, a bit that I'm missing. Right. Yes, th- totally. Th- there's, like, there's, like, there's a, a skip. Th- there's an optimization. Yes. But... If there is, say, a tenth of a second difference, then it's all about me getting better, right? It's all about like what a like what can I do that they haven't thought of. Mm-hmm. That's that's where the puzzle is for me. Um, mm. So I, th- I think I think that looking at the the five above and five below you for a global leaderboard is useless, but looking at mm. uh, 300 above 300 below not even 300 below 300 above that is when it's it's useful to see like okay like what is that like what is actually splitting us and if it's not a lot then i can reach it but if it is a lot then i'm missing something and what am i missing right um sure okay cool uh i think the only thing that this game is missing for me personally is a way to com- compete with my friends um more directly and yeah. I, I don't mean like playing the same instance but like i either want to see uh either their ghost or i want to see maybe so uh astrobot has got this really great feature where if you do the speedrunning levels in the ps5 astrobot game and you beat someone's score you get a notification on your console to say, mm-hmm. "Hey, that motherfucker went faster than you," and then you yeah. kind of a, and you can launch directly into the, the app. Click of a button. Click of a button. You're in the level, right? Like, which yeah. is fucking nuts. Now, there's a lot of levels in this game. I think there's probably 130, maybe maybe more. Um, yeah. Which is ridiculous, especially considering how high quality they are based on your judgment on them. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, Probably about 110 or 115 have got leaderboards. Um, some of them don't, because um, some of them and are it's not like story levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want a way to get a notification when it's it's Ollie. It's just Ollie at the moment um, beats yep. my score um, because I spent an entire play session beating every single one of his scores. I went through meticulously into every single level, checked the score. If he had a faster time than me, then I stayed in that level until I beat him. And that there's, includes the I, I level... I pulled this up before, Jeremy. There's a there's a bit before where you, were, you said, my hand fucking hurts. I played this level for about 90 minutes with a screenshot. And the level is... It's a nine second level. Ollie's got... Uh, 9.042 and then you brought it down to 8.963 and you worked on that for 90 minutes. (laughs) I cannot begin to tell you how happy I was. What time was that message, Kerry? Is there Uh, a... It doesn't tell me off the bat. Um... Because I I spent... That was the final thing I did before I turned off my computer that day, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um... That was painful. Like, I came oh, away... Quarter to midnight. Quarter to midnight. You know, really good use of my time. Um, yeah, that was a lot. That was a fucking lot of work. Uh, I, I brought it down like a ton. Mm. Like, w- w- sorry, what were the two times? It was 9.0 something. Uh-huh. 
and you brought it to 8.963. Hell yeah. You, you, you shaved off like, we're talking like tenths, tenths of a second. Because I got, I got two, I, I, I got close to his score and I was two one hundredths of a second below him. Whoa. And I was furious. Yes. Like I like like this game is all about like, you know, ascending to heaven and stuff and being chosen by angels. Like I wanted to kill God when when that happened. <laughs> the fire of the devil flowed through me and I speed ran as ha- fast and as hard as I fucking could. Mm-hmm. You played the best neon white of your life. Oh yeah. I, you see, that's funny. If I'd been in that same situation, I think I would have been annoyed. But if it had taken every part of me to get that close, I don't know if I would have been able to keep going. Because we had I that did. moment when when I was playing through the first chapter. Because it had been a while since you and Ollie had been playing the first chapter. I could you, get you beat a bunch through, of my times. I could, I could bop a lot of your times at that point. Because neither of you had really optimized them super hard. No. And so that was that was good for me. That was an achievable challenge. I could I could work on them. And then I got to 110, which is the longest level of the chapter. And I was and I was working to get past I think it was your score. It was your score. I think Ollie had a 20 28 and you had like a 26. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I was working it for about 25 minutes and seeing the the seeing the thing go and I'm watching it I'm like, "Hang on." That says 24 now. And I, and I go to the Discord. I'm like, did you just bop your own time by like so much? And, and I had I had no idea. I was really struggling to get to where you were. And then I, yeah, what did and I say? And I brought it down by like six seconds or something. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. I said, whoa, did you just get that 25 on 110? And then I'm like, how did you do it? I was desperately trying to reach your 25 and you went and got a 24, you bastard. <laughs> and I said, I really don't know where you're finding those extra two seconds. Well done. And, and for that, I, I had to give up at that point because it's like, I don't think I'm getting anywhere here. I'm, I was just doing it again and again. Yeah, and I didn't know what else to do. I don't think you should care about speed running. Like, I, I don't think you should like care about... Hard. Well, like, I don't think you should, you, should, you should be that competitive until you beat, like, let's say four chapters, I think. Mm. Um, mm. go through them, get, get get a bunch of golds, get a bunch of aces, get a real feel for the mechanics, and then go back to the levels that you really enjoyed. Right. And then and then learn learn those paths, learn the learn the mechanics. Because I, I, I like beat the game and went back and got a bunch of aces and I'm like still learning things. Like I'm still learning okay. like the 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 purple one, for example, that shoots out the bomb that explodes. Yeah. I, I'm still learning the best way to launch myself further out of out of those bombs. That one is weird. I didn't feel comfortable like using that launch that much, honestly. Yeah, and like I'm I'm still learning better and better ways to use it, but it's fun. Um. Yeah, this is currently my game of the year. Wow. I'm sorry, Vampire Survivors. I know. I'm sorry, Elden Ring. I don't think Elden Ring was ever going to make it top of year, top of your list this year. Oh, with everything else falling out of this year, I, I was like, it's still mine. I mean, I mean, from the week after we got it, from the week after you started playing it, thinking of how you've been feeling about that game and interacting with it since from that point, like, I don't know, I kind of feel like it's... Oh, I, I, I still really like that game. I just don't love it. I just really like it. Yeah. 
I get that. It's interesting. I feel like Elden Ring is maybe the best game this year, but maybe it's not my favorite. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I do know. I do know exactly what you mean. It's it's funny. It it's it's it is masterful, but it is not. It doesn't. It doesn't sit there with. It's not. It hasn't hit. Yeah. It it hit at the beginning. Yeah. But it hasn't. It doesn't stayed. Hmm. It's it's fascinating. That'll be interesting to see if it if that feeling crystallizes in the next six months. Mm. Yeah, that's a, it's a good point with Neon White, with, um, you know, just getting some good times and then moving on, because, like, it was good going through and bopping your times at that point when they weren't optimized, but when you blew me out of the water on that last mission, and I was still, I'd been going over and over it for, for ages, and I went over and over it for ages more, and I just couldn't, I couldn't move the needle. Yeah. It, like, well, I mean, I put it down and made dinner and I haven't been back to the game since. So, like, that I've, that says something. I mean, I've also been trying to do a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. But it it's a, it's a good point. And I have been thinking to myself, I do want to play it. I was enjoying just discovering it and learning each level and finding the presence and all that. So, there's yeah, there is still plenty to enjoy. I, I, I still want the, I want the decided, like, hey, these are the 10 best levels these are the ones you should speed run against your friends. Like I want like that in a, like a playlist almost. Um, I want like 10 of the, like the 10 best levels that you can compete with without having to go through, like go to the campaign and then go to the 10 sub level, go to the 13 sub chapters and then have a look at the levels inside of that. Check each time. Yeah. yeah like I want like the, these are your, these are the 10 kind yeah. of ultimate levels. Do you think we'll get DLC? Uh, so I was reading an interview um, with Ben Esposito on GoombaStomp.com. Pac-Man, he sure do. <laughs> it's a funny name. I think it was GoombaStomp. Um, it's a website that I've never heard of before today, but I think that's a good name for a website. It's a Nintendo news. Anyway, um, they, uh, I, I don't know if we'll get DLC. Um, as far as I'm aware, the studio that worked on this with Ben Esposito, that they, it was just like a one-time thing. Oh, they're um, done now. Yeah, like right. the the like the job is done, the game is out. Um, but I think that this game is popular enough that like never say never. Um, mm. I think the property is cool and, and like the property is quite popular. Um, I think he, I think he, he wants to do an anime with it. Turns out Ben Esposito does a lot of things. He does like DJing as well. And like Really? Yeah, he does like tons of jobs. So he's one of those people. Yeah. Yeah, one of those fucking talented people, huh? He's like an Alana. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. I'm excited to get back to it. How much more do you think you're going to revisit and improve and bop? So so currently uh I've beaten the story. Um, there is a way to get the ending of the game and there's like a true ending for 100%ing the game. Um, so I'm currently going back, getting all the presents, going through all of the side missions and then I will go back, do the final ending and I reckon that's where I'll call it aside from when I get added in Discord from Ollie or someone being like, hey, I beat your time. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I can, I can do that. It's at least sometimes. I'm hoping I can, I can have that, that, yeah. that, that, that joy. Uh, something else we played in this last week, Jeremy, mm-hmm. was the newly free-to-play Fall Guys. The Fall Guys. 
The Fall Guys. Previously on PlayStation Plus and then took forever to come to Switch. And, well, it only just came to Switch and then took forever to come to Xbox. It is now free to play. You don't have to buy it. Uh, you can just jump in and play. Uh, this is interesting. It's been out for, what, like a year? A bit more now. Was that 2020 when it came out? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. It's been out for a, it's been out for a while. The the team got bought out by Epic, so you know they've got a bit more of a content creation team going into it. They've always they've been coming in with trailers. I feel like the only the biggest thing I've heard about Fall Guys in the last year has been every two months when it's like, oh, Sonic is coming to Fall Guys. Among Us is coming to Fall Guys. Like just that kind of yeah, thing. Russian and Clank. Blah blah blah. Exactly. But like you know, we were saying at some point in the last over the last weekend when we were playing, like, we don't know anyone who's playing it, really. We don't know anyone who's talking about it, who's, like, deep into it, who's really vibing it or whatever. Like, yeah. it kind of came, and then it stayed for people, and people come and go from it, but it, it didn't have a super amount of staying power, like... Like Among Us, for example. Like Among Us or Fortnite. Um, I was quite interested in Fall Guys when it came out, and so was Sam. Sam was like, oh, I really want to play it. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. It's like 35 bucks. And so then I was like, are we both going to spend 35 bucks to play this game? And we watched a bunch of videos on it. And so then that issue of you being like, there's an issue that comes with Fall Guys where you can start to become quite familiar with certain like game types that they give you. Because it's random every time, but also you're always at the start of the round, so you get familiar with the the qualifiers and less familiar with the other ones. And sometimes you're just unlucky and you don't get random games that maybe are your favorites or maybe you just want more variety. And so we watched a bunch of videos and we sort of knew a lot of the games, especially back then when it had way less content. Um, and it just sort of, there wasn't much reason for us to get in. But when it was free to play, Sam could download it on their computer. I downloaded it on mine. We all jumped in. I had... So much fucking fun with this game over the last... It was just Friday and Saturday that we played. Yeah. I had way more fun than I thought I would because we... Like, I mean, like I've said like four times now. In lieu of getting the game, we watched it a lot yeah. when it came out. Yeah. And so I figured there wasn't going to be that much for me to get from this because I'd like seen it because I like got it. I had so much fucking fun playing this game, Jeremy. And I, I think... Go on. Uh, you want to know how I knew that this game had you in a way? <laughs> sure. Yes. So there the, the were two distinct moments. Okay. I've... Go on. Sorry, do, I, do you want to predict one of them? I, well, I was just about to bring up the one of the final rounds that we were in. Uh, you tell your story and I'll, and I'll tell you my predictions after. Okay. No worries. Okay. So like one of the first rounds we played... Uh, it was Sam, Ollie, Jeremy, and I. And it's fun playing with Sam, and Sam's like, oh, I don't want to drag you guys down. And it's like, well, too bad. Even if you do, that's fine. We're yeah. here to have fun. Yeah. Stop worrying about it. Yeah, video games. Um, and we got to the final round, which was the the round where the two spinners are going at the same time, and you have to jump across the one going across the bottom, but not get wiped off. And then the, fall, the floor falls away uh, progressively as well, so it gets harder and harder. And I think it was, it was Ollie, Jeremy, and I left and a few few stragglers and then the stragglers were gone and it was just ollie jeremy and i so the team had won it and in this mode it's the it's get get your squad through it's the squads mode so we'd won basically and we were just we were just playing the game at that point and so i just (laughs) grabbed jeremy because ollie was over there on his own playing the game and i just held on to him (laughs) to try and murder him as soon as quickly as possible i just couldn't help it (laughs) it it was so funny it was 
it just the I was I was inspired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was that was one of that that had me laughing for minutes. But what what was what was the moment that you're thinking of? So there were two moments when I realized that this game had you. Um, yep. One was like, you're like, do I buy the battle pass? And I'm like, no, <laughs> Harry, like, wait until you play a bit more before you buy the battle pass. Mm-hmm. Knucklehead. Day one of the battle pass. Yeah. I mean, we were all default beans, except for you, Jeremy, because you, you'd you played it a bit more than us previously. And you had, like, no, Amazon I, I, integration I e- stuff. I haven't even got cross-progression turned on because I'd have to download the game, log into my Epic account on my PlayStation. On PlayStation, And, like, right. link it that way, which I just, I don't care enough to do. Right, fair um, enough. So, yeah. Um, plus, I think at this point, I've probably got more progression on this character anyway because I didn't get super fun <laughs> on the other one. Um, yeah. Oh, but yeah, like, we were all default beans, you know? We all had, like, very similar just pattern paint differences and, like, the yeah. punk cuffs that you got for free. Yeah. Um, and there are a bunch of Ezio's running around because that's the first thing you get on the Battle Pass this 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 season. The, the other way I knew this game had you was when everybody stopped and you kept playing. Yeah. And that's not like an indictment, but like I remember you were just playing solo and I was like, oh, like this is like a, like Gary just wants to keep keep that high, huh? It, it scratches an itch, Jeremy. I don't do that with nearly anything. I do that with Apex like once a year. I hardly did it with PUBG because it's too stressful. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, do that with multiplayer games with hardly anything. I did a little bit with Halo. Yeah, I remember, I remember you doing it with Halo when it, when it first came out. Mm. Yeah, no, that was it, something something about it. Turns out this game's fun. It's got its issues, right? The re- we felt the repetition of the of the modes really quickly. Um, not to the point where we were like, "Oh fuck," but like, "Oh, we're doing this one again," or like every, every time it's loading the map, it gives you like a montage. It gives you of stills of the different levels it could be and it's like i've seen this game before why haven't we gotten any games like this like the ones where it rolls around it took us like four hours of gameplay to get one round of the rolling turbine things yeah like there's a lot of them that there's none of them that i'm like oh this one's bad and there's none of them that i'm like i don't want to play this one but i think that's because by this point they've sort of like made them all fun enough and plus like when you've got like 100 people running around like you're gonna and they're all physics based like you're gonna just it's it's different every time Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I like I do feel like the the here's the thing. So when when <laughs> back in the old days, uh, oh, yeah. when, when the iPod was first coming out, uh, Apple introduced the shuffle feature for iPods. Yes, it had been around a lot of other audio, you know, music programs before, but the shuffle on the iPod was different. Because it's a learning algorithm, similar with Spotify, but Spotify mm. didn't get there initially. I don't know if you remember back in the the days of the early teens, Spotify's shuffle was fucked. It sucked. It was never really? good. Yeah, it's gotten I, way I better because shuffle ain't actually shuffle. Shuffle is a random assortment, but not completely random. Is that true? Even on the old iPods. Apple started to work shuffle. They 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 massaged shuffle to not make you get whiplash every single song. Wow, they I like didn't know that. they still change it up. Like it's still it's still semi random, but mm. it's not like like it's not just like total wham 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 Sinatra Beethoven Pink Floyd one like right. It's you know 
Um, that's because random is not what people want. Yep. No, no one wants random. I want the illusion of random, but I want what's chosen. <laughs> Algorithmically authored, I think, is a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Conditional. That, felt, that, that sounded so... Uh... So wise, I, I feel like that should go on your tombstone. <laughs> Algorithmically authored. <laughs> no, no, no. Before that, where you were like, I, I want random, but I want what's chosen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and you get that problem here with Fall Guys. And, you know, each server is different people in different things. The Sam says, I want the illusion of random is my new life model <laughs> in chat. <laughs> like, you... Like, every different time you're in with different people and different servers, and they've all played different games to you, and you've been playing different games that night, like, it just kind of, it happens the way it happens. I don't know how you balance that out. Yeah, it's hard. Um, and I'm sure they're working on it, because it's a common issue with this game. And now they've got, you know, they've got new lords and overlords in, in, in Epic Games, you know, they've got a whole lot more money and put into it. they've expanded, like, twice or three times the size of what they were like it's you know you can you can see that the game is going to change dramatically over the next six to eight months yeah um but yeah i just had i just had a blast it was fun playing stuff with ollie's partner jane as well and we were just it just all of us could jump in we could all get something out of it like i don't i don't know it was it was great it was cool seeing the new modes it was fun laughing, like finishing the round and then watching random characters just absolutely fuck up over and over. Yeah, just eating shit over and over again. It's hilarious. It's just a, a nice uh, Schadenfreude generating moment, um, a moment generator rather in that game. And then there was the, this this the, final round I got to. Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, this is what. I, yep, this is the. Yep. So there was this final round I got to. I think this is when everyone went to bed except you and I, Jeremy. Yeah. And. <laughs> It's this it's this new newer round from the from their winter selection of games where there's yeah the it's the, the this final round and you're on a big disc platform it's made up of like 40 different seg- sections Hexagons. and there's Oh heck I this is a this is another round. I, okay, I'll t- I, that's a good point. Okay, I'm going to talk about the hexagon one. I'll okay. do that now. All right. <laughs> so a different one, the hexagon is is that's been in there forever. Yeah, and you've got different. What did you say? It's like Minecraft spleef. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where when you run across these hexagon tiles, they they crack and they fade away like within a second after you stand on them. And so there's the finalists that are all running around, and the last one that's not in the goo at the bottom wins. And that one's great. When we were playing, that was it was just Jeremy and I. Uh, it broke for me, and most of the hexes didn't fade away for me so it was i could just stand on what would happen is the the hexes would when you stand on them they sort of like go white and then they just disappear and a lot of the hexes would go white and then stay and so there was there was a crisscross of probably like 60 percent of the hexes stayed all the way down for me and then there were some gaps and some ones that weren't popped yet and so i was like you cheated this i didn't cheat the game broke game broke you, but but you, you, were, you were kids. egging me on a bit too. I was like, oh, I think yeah. I should jump off, and you were like, No, win, yeah. win, Gary. Yeah, no, I, I was the I was the devil on your shoulder. Um, yeah, but after you were the devil on my shoulder, once I won, <laughs> you were like, You're gonna get so many reports, and you you just ruined so many twelve year olds' evenings. <laughs> yeah, you're just a little shitster. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> hey, I'm not getting and reported. My game was, 
I I still don't know if I got reported. I don't think you did. Yeah, but yeah, no, that was that was very silly. I cool that I won, but mm-hmm. like, well, you won. Also, like, you know, did I really win? If I cheated, the I didn't cheat. But if I cheated the game, you cheated with four guys. I didn't cheat. I my game was broken, and then I was encouraged. <laughs> I just got a party invite from Jane to play four guys. Me too. <laughs> Uh, I told them we were recording the pod. That's all right. Um, but yeah, well, my game was totally busted. When we got out of that, like the UI elements weren't loading in. Like as they were fading in from like 0% opacity to like 100%. They'd already go to like 20%. Like they were they were like ghosts of UI on the screen. And then when I tried to quit, all of the, the things I was hovering over would like fade in and then like all be highlighted at once and then like go invisible. Like everything was broken. Yeah. Um, but then there was another one I did. That was just me at the end of it, at the in the last round, and and so this was this this winter one I was describing, where you're on a big disc platform, and it's made up of like sixty segments, and on around the map are these little spawning locations, and they're these little bombs, these little bombs with faces that when you pick them up, like a countdown timer starts, and then you throw it. And it explodes and just, it's like a, it's like a concussion grenade, right? It, it, it just, no, that doesn't make any sense. It, it's a, it's a shockwave grenade kind of a, kind of a deal. It's a grenade. And yeah. It's a, it's a kid-friendly grenade. Yeah. Uh, and so the platform starts falling away chunk by chunk until it becomes really small. But something that was my favorite thing to do on that level is some people would just hoard, like they'd stand on a spot once it was like isolated from the rest of the map. And just pick, like, wait for the bombs to spawn, pick them up, and throw them at people from from safety. Yeah. And so I would, it was from from this and other people and anyone else as well. Anyone who was like sort of hoarding or like was the only one left, I would just run up to them and like I would just bother them the whole time. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd grab them. Shit. I'd grab the bombs they were picking up. I'd grab the bombs they threw at me and throw them back. I'd be like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> Go on, you gotta stay here. What are we gonna do together? Here, I'll hold you. What are we gonna do?" I just bother them yeah. the whole time. And then there was this final round. Everyone was, everyone else was gone. It was me and one other person, and I just latched on. <laughs> And I just held this bastard so tight for minutes. And I'm like, come on, where are we going to go? You going to let go? Am I going to let go? What are we going to do? I just bullied this guy. And slowly, you can move just slightly. And so it got to the point where this person just held on to me too, because he had nothing. There was no other recourse. And and I was slowly moving him around the map. The point I got him off the edge. And he let go a few times and I tried to let go and it never quite worked. And eventually, I think he pulled me off, but he fell first. And so I was that little bit above the water. Yeah. And it was just minutes of me. <laughs> I was bullying this guy. You, but... you, you Kirby'd him. What? You Super, you Super Smash Brothers Kirby'd him. You know when like, it, like, did you ever play Melee or I think Brawl did it as well where you like... As Kirby, you inhale someone and just jump off the edge, and it always oh. killed them first. <laughs> I never did that, but I, now that you said that, I know what you mean. Yeah. There's a there's this video I watched of Tio playing Smash, where he he plays as Bowser, where he does his side grab, where which grabs them, and then Bowser like flies up and smashes onto the ground. Yeah, and he'd always like, grab just one specific person and fly <laughs> off the map with them. And but it, it's like a body slam too, so it's like under Bowser, so you always get the the kill first. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was so funny. I just, like, it, it felt really mean, but it was just so funny. 
It's a game. Uh, Sam Sam has written in the chat huge little brother energy, which yeah. uh, you know when you when you're right, you're right. Yeah. Uh, this game's so good. I didn't I didn't think we'd like it as much as we did. I'm glad we do. But we did. Me too. I'll, I'm I'm sad we're not playing right now with Ollie and Jane. <laughs> Uh, I've got a couple other things here. Jeremy, I finally finished yesterday Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? I did. I finished it. That's surprising. Why's that? <laughs> I just didn't know you had been playing it recently. Well, that's why I was reluctant to get onto Neon White, because I was like, I really want to finish Guardians. I We're close to the end of Persona. I haven't touched Persona in a couple of weeks. We're literally at the final boss of the first main game yeah. in Persona. I haven't got there because we need like... A couple of hours of time to do yeah, that sure um and so i was like i want to get to guardians i want to get to persona before i really get into anything i want to get to horizon but i have to finish these two first so i finished guardians um i think this game's gameplay is its weakest point yeah um which isn't to say it's bad i think it's bland yeah it's like barely like complex enough to not stop me from playing. Um, yeah. But it's pretty basic and it's not that interesting overall. Like it's fine. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's inoffensive. It is. Yeah. It is, it is completely out of the way. Um, yeah. I like that being said, I enjoy the huddles a lot. <laughs> you see, I, I don't really. Oh. I find I think I think it's an interesting idea, you know. Star Lord's like, "All right, guys, huddle up," and then you have to listen to how they're feeling as they rock up, and then you respond to them with the right message. There's a right and a wrong answer to respond to them with based on what they've said. Yeah. And I I thought the Star Lord's responses either way were always awful. I I, th- I didn't like anything he had to say in response to them. And so I I didn't believe in them. Half the time I got it wrong even though I thought I picked the right thing. Like oh, I just didn't. Right. I always got it right. Like I always was like, "Oh, like what what are we going to do?" And then I choose the right one. I was like, "Fuck yeah." And then, you know, I I I I loved it. I thought it was great and I enjoyed the huddles every time. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, don't let me stop you, you know. Yeah. But uh that being said, I, I enjoy the exploration gameplay. I enjoy the like dialogue choices that you get. Um, I enjoy the little telltale moments of, you know, you convinced the Nova Corps to do this or you didn't pay your fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I like all of those. I like those things in, in how they do inform the story, but it isn't a telltale game. So yeah. it's just for those moments where they're like, oh, hey, uh, Cosmo's back because you convinced him to do this back in Chapter 7. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Kind of yeah. thanks for making it so overt. I, I actually kind of appreciated it. Yeah. Yep. It, it wasn't a whole game based on that. Um, yes. Yeah, it was like, it was it was the story you played, but it wasn't the point of the game. Mm. Mm, totally. Uh, this game... I still recommend, really, because I actually think it's a fantastic story. I yeah. think it's actually, for like, and it doesn't hook, it didn't hook me immediately, and mm. I, I should probably go back and play the first few chapters, I think. But I think it's a, it's a wonderful story. 
like legitimately fantastic. I, I completely agree. The story is like, oh, this is like a, like this is, like, like I, I, are you on par with the movies? I think you're on par with the movies. I enjoy mm-hmm. you as much as the movie. It's a, it's a much longer story, so it's hard to compare. Well, that's the them. thing. Yeah, it's a different vibe because it's like sixteen hours long. Yeah, but it's so fun and like, and warm and genuine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think there's I'm much funny. that I don't think there's much that isn't earned. The writing's really good. I was cackling about a bunch of stuff. It's so fucking funny. Like <laughs> there's this bit in one of the final confrontations where, you know, they're they're mouthing off at one of the final bosses. And Rocket's like, Yeah, we're the we're the guardians of the galaxy. And Drax is like, We have business cards. And it's like I don't know, there's just so many little gags, so many things. Yeah. It just, it really, it really made me laugh and chortle. It really, it almost made me cry at the end. It was really warm-hearted and genuine. The bit oh, with the fucking so dragon. The, the dragon's amazing. But like, I mean, you... the bit where like, Drax is so excited, we're finally going, gonna go and kill this fucking dragon. Like, I was yep. like in hysterics. What for like, that whole chapter? No, like, like as in, like the moment you decide to actually go and get the thing, and he's like thrilled about it because mm. he's just he just wants to hunt this thing, and like, and I'm sitting here going, like, I just thought this was a throwaway line. Like, I can't believe we're actually gonna go get this fucking thing. You see, for me, because I, I played like six chapters and then I left it for like a month. So a few, there's a lot of continuity between what happens at the start of the game and even what happens at the very, very end of the game. Yeah. And so there are a few things like that that were lost on me. Um, and I kind of think I'm not going to be the only one in that situation because the game's really long yeah. <laughs> for a single-player story game. It's But it was a, it is a good payoff, and it is cool. Like, there's a, there's, there's a bunch of great payoffs like that. Um, how, how did I describe it when I was talking about it? It's like a really good, like, season of a, of a TV show. Yeah, yeah, you did. And because what I was... That was, I think, in response to my criticism at the time of, like... I got a bit fatigued by by just doing chapter after chapter after chapter because I did a huge chunk in one day. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting a bit fatigued. Like, they're always yelling in that game. Like, <laughs> they're always screaming at each other to talk and then in battle and then when they're sliding down slides, they're always yelling. Mm-hmm. They're yelling through the ship walls at each other. It's, it's always yelling. And so that was, that was, I think, in response to that. But this game is on Game Pass. It's on PlayStation Plus. Uh, uh, plus. One of them. Oh, what is it? it uh, uh, it's, it's it's essential. It's fucking. What's the middle one? The <laughs> it doesn't matter. The only one that's worth considering upgrading to. Yeah, it's it's in the PlayStation Plus, PS4, five, PS4, and five collection. Oh my god. Um, it's complicated play this, to say. Play, play it's this game if you enjoy single player story. Pardon. It's complicated to say. It's complicated to understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you enjoy Marvel stuff, if you enjoy single-player gameplay stories, if you don't mind the gameplay not being all that... Um, it's worth popping it. down on easy, making the, the cooldowns for the for your buddies like as low as possible because you can decide all that. Yeah. Um, just do that, breeze through it, have a fun time. Don't yeah. let the gameplay bog you down. I would I would say it's still better to play than it would be to watch it. Yes. So you can have those those dialogue decisions. D- definitely. You can have um, those interactive moments. 
Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. I just mean as in don't let you like if like if if you've lost a battle twice, then just bring it down, get through it. Don't let it stop yeah. you. Yeah. Uh and the other other thing I've got written here is PlayStation Plus Plus Plus. I it's driving me crazy now. I need to look it up. Um what are the what are the fucking names of the Deluxe. <laughs> Uh, but it's finally launched in Australia, and so I had this discussion with with Ollie on Discord. Um, just like I think I'm going to get it, especially because I've got five months left on my year subscription, and so I only had to pay thirty four bucks to pay to have it be the deluxe version for the rest of the year. And I'm like, you know what? That's actually not that much money. I'm I'm happy to do that, um, especially because I'm curious about it. I'm I have been keen on it. It's uh, what is it? It's Essential, extra, and deluxe. As opposed to me, is. which had, gets to pay eighty cents to get it for three days, and then it auto renews at a hundred and fifty-four dollars. I, I again, I don't think that's that's a problem on them. I, that you just happen to look when your subscription had like seventy-two hours left. That's not their fault. I think auto renew shouldn't be turned on at that point. Yes, I agree. Auto renew is bad. That is a good point. But I, I did end up getting it because I'm, I'm kind of curious. It wasn't too much money. Uh, I looked at some of the games. I'm like, you know what? I do just want to, I don't want to buy this, but I do want to play it. So I'm, I'm going to do that. And I had an interesting experience when I, once, when I clicked the, the payment button and started downloading games. I downloaded about 10 games. And you got 10 emails. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you will. It doesn't do that because you're not adding them to your library. It doesn't do that. Oh, some of them it definitely does. Really? Yeah, I've seen people all over Twitter saying like, hey, I got fucking, look how many emails I got from fucking PlayStation saying oh, that I that's added, annoying. Yeah, that I purchased this game. So, uh, I'll go through the games I downloaded in a minute, but my, my, my PS5 had a bit of a, a moment um, when it was downloading everything. It got to, I, I, so first thing I started playing, after I downloaded a whole bunch of shit. The mm-hmm. first thing I started playing was this PSP, I think, game called Velocibox. Which is sort of like a super hexagon score attack, like random, like arcade, endless runner kind of deal. Oh, this looks cool. Jeremy, I think it's cool. I think it's really up your alley. I uninstalled it. It's far too hard. It is so difficult. Like, it's unreasonably difficult. I did not. I'm sitting this and I'm like, am I just too old for this game? What is happening? Like, I didn't understand why. Like, I got to, like, level three, and there was clearly, like, 50 or 60 or 70 different versions of difficulty. And I'm playing, I'm like, I think I'm, I think I'm just not cut out for this. I haven't had that moment where I'm like, I literally cannot play this. It's $3 on <laughs> Steam, I might buy it. It's, 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 it's for, you know, people wanting that score attack arcade thing. It's not a bad choice. But the reason I mention it is because I'm pretty sure it was updating, was every time I hit the, um... Every time I died, but with a new high score, which was frequently because I was dying often and my score was quite low, it would, I think, either try and save to the to the storage of my high score, or it would I, maybe save to a leaderboard or a high score tracker online, but maybe not. But point is, every time it tried to save a high score, my game would hitch, just freeze for about 30 seconds. Mm. And then would come good, and I'd get a little, little notification on the screen saying, oh, couldn't access network feature of this, you know, uh, some features may not be something, something. I'm like, that's a weird notification to get every time I get a high score. It happened every time. It even happened when I tried to load up Resident Evil, 
just loading into the game. It just hitched. Yeah, right. And then my internet died. Like, there was just this... And then when I tried to turn off my PlayStation, it took about 90 seconds of, like, turning off your PlayStation 5. Please don't unplug the power cable. Which normally takes, like, four seconds. It was there for 90 seconds with this display. I'm like, I actually just got up and left. So I feel like by downloading about 10 games at once, the PS5, and from this service, I think the, the PS5 was making some bad requests to the server or something. It was really having a bad time. It was not happy. I'm, I'm not... There's a small part of me that thinks that it had something to do with my, my internet going down <laughs> as well. Sure. That could be a coincidence, but it just felt like there was so much weird, random shit happening once I did that. I didn't quite know how to explain any of it. It's just Jim Ryan manually limiting the internet for anyone who's not playing the newest games. (laughs) I guess so. You you playing old games, are you? (laughs) You paid the most to be able to play the old stuff, but little did you know, it's actually malware. They look ugly. (laughs) Don't play old Uh, games. I'm Jim Ryan. (laughs) Jim Ryan British? Yes. Oh, he is British. Yeah. I forgot he was actually British. As opposed to what fake British? As opposed to like being American and you were giving him a British accent. No, 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 it's English. Um, Jeremy, I want you. I'm going to give you three guesses, <laughs> and you don't have to think about it too hard. Okay. What's the thing? I downloaded ten game at once. Ten Siphon games filter. At once. No. What? What's the? I don't, I don't even know. No, okay, what that is. Okay. What's the thing? That I played the first and most of so far. Uh, <laughs> you downloaded the PS4 version of Uncharted. Oh, no, no, not quite. <laughs> um, the thing you played first or the most? So I, of... I downloaded 10 things. Okay. The first thing I played was this, and I played it the most. Uh, I don't Go know. with your heart. Just, just, just. Marvel's Avengers. I don't think that's on there. Mac. No. <laughs> I don't know. Jeremy, I downloaded and played Final Fantasy X, X2 Remaster, which is funny because well, I put you, seven I'm... hours of that in on X, Xbox Game Pass. I was going to say, why? <laughs> I don't know, Jeremy. What the fuck? Why? You're playing the same uh, 10 hours that you played on the other console. The thing I was most most wanting to play on the Xbox when I went through the whole catalog was 10, 10, 2 Remaster. And then I saw it here. I'm like, ooh. Kerry. 10, what? 10, 2 Remaster. Why did you do that? Jeremy, I don't know. I don't know. And, and I saved what that to you learn? now because I, I do feel a bit like... Like I needed to uh, confess. <laughs> like I feel a little guilty. Yeah, about you it. should repent. <laughs> like a part of me is like Pay thirty dollars to play a game. It's already installed on your other console. Yeah. Uh, I played a bunch of other stuff since then. You know, I tried okay. the different Resident Evils there. Um, rather, the different versions of Resident Evil One there, to be specific. Um, Are there any other Resident Evil games on there? They're all. There's a lot on PlayStation now. There's not a lot for us. So there's a lot if you can stream. Not Good. If you can't. Great. Yeah. 
Carrie, that's good. <laughs> We're going to go into more of the streaming service stuff next week, so I'm not going to go into it too much here. What I did play today, though, testing out my capture card uh, with the PS5 here, I did play uh, Jack and Daxter. Ah, yes, the, the quintessential 4K title. The quintessential 4K title. But point, point being, I was like, let's give this first one a go. I haven't played it since I rented it when I was really young. Like 10, 10 or 11 or 12. And I didn't like it that much to the point where I was comfortable talking shit about it on the Discord this week. Yeah, I saw that. And I may be wrong. Yeah. I may have been wrong, Jeremy. It may actually hold up a bit better than I thought it did. It's surprising, honestly, how well that game holds up. Because I felt the same, honestly, when it came out. Because I was... Well, like, because I didn't buy it when it came out. I bought it well after it came out. But I was like, oh, it's just like a... It's just the jumping one where you're collecting stuff and like that I didn't really care for that much and then I started and to appreciate it. kind of is all, what, all that you're doing. Yes, but it, then you realize like, oh, this is just like a really fun like Mario 64. Like this is like a really good, like just like a, like another one of those. Like it's a it's another cool Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those have got exactly. bespoke levels, but you know what I mean, right? Like there are zones which basically work as bespoke levels in this as well. Oh, I was just thinking that Mario feels way better than this does, but... Yes, and it's essentially you're right. Kinda, they're different. They are different. Like it, but like it, 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 it struck me better than I thought it would. I, I, I'm at twelve percent. You know, overall completion after like an hour, like that was fun. I might play a bit more. It's pretty lighthearted. I don't understand why Jack Three isn't a part of the collection at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Just Jack One, Two, and X. And- and X, the Great. racing spin-off. Yeah, yeah, the karting. Which came out after 3 and was built on 3's hardware and like software and stuff. So yeah. We're going to get into it more next week. I also played Dark Cloud, which is a whole other Ooh. thing. That's a game... I played that game initially when my cousins got a PS2, which is after I did. But it meant that they had a different demo disc. And so I played their demo... You remember the PlayStation 2 demo discs? Yeah, yeah. And like when depending on when you bought your console, you got a different one. Oh, do you mean one that came with the console? Yeah. PS2s oh. came with demo discs. Mine didn't. Mine definitely did. Uh, and so did my cousins. Mine came with Ratchet and Clank and Gran Turismo. Yeah, that's part of like a bundle though. It's part of like a deal, right? Yeah, or was never, that in the I, box? No, I never got a disc. Okay. Well, they did that earlier. Maybe that was, maybe they stopped doing it later on. Hmm. Um so my cousin and I played it. And we really enjoyed it doing like the the the, the cave combat um, gameplay to the point where my uncle bought it for my cousin. And my cousin's like a year younger than I am. Um, I hope he doesn't mind me telling this story. But when he played it, there's a pretty messed up cutscene at the start of this game, actually, where there's a bunch of like cultists dancing around a big urn and they summon a genie. Genie eats someone and then blows up a village with like nice. laser beams from their belly button and their foot and their finger. <laughs> And so my cousin actually had nightmares about this game to the point where my, my uncle took away the game and he never played it again. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. But I've, I never got the game and I really wanted to play it and I didn't get nightmares from it. So this is the first time I've been able to play it. I didn't want to put down the money for it when it came out originally. And uh, it's good. It's fine. It's interesting. It's got cool like survival elements in there and like weapon durability and stamina. Like it's got a surprising number of like interesting mechanics in there it's almost like proto dark souls you know what i mean with do, base building yeah do you like the city building i've only i've only played about half an hour i yes and no like 
it's not that hard to clear out a cave. And when you clear out the cave, you get every item. And then when you get every item, you can kind of do every task. Mm. So it seems pretty... Like you could, I could, it felt like a pretty nothingy game. Like I could just melt away into this. I could just put hours into this game. Almost like a mystery dungeon, you know? Like I could just go through the dungeons and do the things. Yeah, I watched my housemate play a bunch of Dark Cloud. It seemed, it seemed really cool. Yeah, like yeah a, decent like a, enough. Conceptually and being able to go in and out of the base building and walking around it like with yeah. a click of, click of a button is pretty sick. And do it however you want. It's cool. Like um, I'm interested to see Dark Chronicle kind of like curiosity wise but like you know not too set on it either way uh yeah that's my week it's been a pretty full week um i don't really know what i'm gonna do this week a lot of a lot of playstation plus 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 stuff i guess um and persona maybe but yeah. what i am gonna do is i'm going to eject guardians of the galaxy from my xbox series x for the first time in months months and months <laughs> Which is good, because when there's a disc in there, it's actually much louder as a console, just in general. Really? It's just on the yeah, side. Yeah, as soon as, you take a, soon as you take a disc out of the Xbox, it's really quiet. Oh, I just I, I just don't know. Maybe the games that I'm playing on disc aren't, um, they're not reading off of it very much. Oh, sure. I, I mean, just in general. just And, like, this is me who, like, sits here at my desk, like, my console sits literally right here like it's yeah. underneath my mic arm like right. it's right here so i i notice when there's noise and when there's rumbling yeah right. um pretty well if, it, if it's over on the on the bookshelf by the projector when i'm in the lounge room like i don't notice it but yeah cool we're gonna go on a break everybody and when we when we come back i should have mentioned this at the start of the show but when we come back uh we're gonna talk about remakes stick around we'll see you in a minute Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We've we've just done a new thing in the break, uh, which is we we hung out with Twitch chat while we were in the break, which was cool. Spoke yeah. about spoke about uh, a different facet of the topic we're about to discuss now, uh, based on a question uh, from the chat, and spoke about recasting actors, a whole bunch of stuff. So if you if you ever wanna sit in the chat with us, we record most most usually on a Monday night. So come and hang out with us. On a um, Monday night. David Lynch, is that you? Yeah. Every time anyone <laughs> says a day now, I can only hear it in David Lynch's voice because I watch his fucking weather reports every day. You watch his his daily vlogs. His yeah. his ninety second vlogs. Yeah. It's such a weird thing for someone to do. It's a weird guy. <laughs> It's strange that he's famous and decides to do that every day. Yeah. Yeah, like you know? he does that for fun. But like... That and the number of him. the day. Like he wants to and he can, so great. Yeah. And like, I love him for it. Not his movies, but his weather reports. Oh boy. Oh, I love him for his movies too. You'll be, you'll be watching them. If you laid them all out in front of you, Jeremy, the numbers of, of those videos that you're about to watch, they'd go out about as far as the eye could see. David Lynch gone mini map cast. You could you could spearhead the the questions in that particular <laughs> interview, Jeremy. Uh, we're going to talk about remakes mm -hmm. as in general, as a concept, as as a, as a way of as in terms of how they are so prevalent in the industry at the moment and how we feel about them. They're 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 
pros and cons and what some of our favorites are. Yeah. Um, as, as a concept and as a product. Yes, definitely. And and that's this is sort of brought about because there's been a bit of chatter about this recently, but I think it's pretty prescient that there is a lot of remakes coming soon that have come out recently in the last few years and that and that like we're getting this year and that we can look forward to or that are billed as big items and stuff like that. So it's it it bears examining, I think. Um and I mean, obviously, because we're going to do the, 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 do the discussion. Um, I think maybe we should start with just sort of defining the terminology we're going to use. And this is this is just to, this probably won't be news to anyone listening, but just just so we're, we're across it and we've laid this out here right now, we're going yeah. to talk about the difference between what a remake and a remaster is. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's some assumed knowledge, and I think, yeah, it is worth just pointing out that I think like a, a, a remake is them building the game again from the beginning, right? Like it, that might include redesigns, that might include changes, that might include... New content? Yeah, like new content, uh, like different like different decisions being made about the same game. Like a remake is kind of like a reboot of a film. You know, when, when a film comes around and it gets rebooted, it's usually different. You know, they don't want to do the same movie again they're like you know they're going to do different shots they're going to have different music and different settings and different lighting and all that stuff right um different decisions from the actors yeah of course um like a a, a remake is not dissimilar to like like a, a, a reboot in that regard whereas a remaster is usually like it's the same game running in the same engine with new graphics, running on new hardware. There might be a, a couple of quality of life changes, um, you know, like either like higher frame rate or better audio or different UI or different buttons or like slightly different camera controls are usually the, the go-tos. But it's um, like they've taken the existing project files and yes. adapted them and added to them. Yeah, yeah. And then a, like a, a port is like, the old game running on new hardware. Yeah, just um, making it run on new system. Yeah. yeah. To, to port Something I will say... Yes. Something I will say with that uh, reboot to remake comparison, I feel there's more license with a reboot to do something different than there usually is typically uh, with a remake. You know what I mean? I feel like if, we're, if you're getting a remake of something, although, you know, Final Fantasy VII is sort of flying in the face of this, but if you're getting a remake of something, you're getting the same thing made today for the most part. I, I think, I think yes, but I also think the only reason we think that is because games don't get rebooted very often. And when they do, they are usually a different game. For sure. It's just that, you know, when I think of re modern reboots, something else, something that the, the first thing that pops to mind for me right now is God of War. You know, and that was sort of that's and that's a blurred line because that's like it's a, sequel. a pseudo sequel reboot. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because they haven't dis they haven't discarded any of the previous lore and mythology. Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe God of War. Is it's a reboot of the franchise, right? Like as opposed to it's like it's it's not a reboot of the first God of War. It, not the not the story. Well, at all the first God of War, right? It's like it's not it's not the same gameplay, it's not the same location, same character, same story, right? It's like it's 
it's not the first God of War at all, aside from yeah. Kratos is there. Yeah, it's just continuous. Um, so yeah, it's just just to sort of lay that foundation there. Yeah. Um, our first sort of discussion point here is how do you feel about remakes overall? How do we feel about it? Um, it's I, I feel like it's a very complicated not to untangle. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I didn't think it was going to be until right that second when I had to think about it. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? you know when you thought about the answer, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think I think I, I enjoy I enjoy most kinds of remakes, but I en- I enjoy the kind of remake. And this is going to be a very Jeremy answer. I enjoy the kind of remake where they get to do a different twist. On a on a on a thing that's already known, so like a a reimagining of what it means to be property X Y Z. So do you want to get the the playlist going? Oh yeah, we got we got we got video to go on. Um, we got we got trailers to just go on the video. So yeah. you're not missing out on too much audio, but if you yeah. want to see projects that are relevant to the discussion, they'll be up on the video feed. Yeah. Um. I think that like a good example of that uh, would be uh, Pokemon. Actually, um, okay. I think I think Pokemon Let's Go is a really good reimagining and a pseudo remake of the original Pokemon games. Um, because I think that that one specifically has a really good. Um, it, it's the same story as the original game. A lot of the mechanics are the same, but it's sort of like it, it asks the question like, what does it mean to catch a Pokemon in a Pokemon mm. game? And I think that does a really good job of sort of answering that. Um while still changing it. But also the originals are still there, right? I think I yeah. think like uh, re- remakes to me, the most important thing a remake can do is change what it means to be that uh that series and also introduce people to who ha- are not uh, currently fans of a series into a series. So if Pokemon Let's Go was someone's first Pokemon game, that would be a really good entry into the series to allow you to then go back and play some of the others, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I think that's fair enough. I think that's, where I, that's, where I li- that's what I like about remakes. Sure. Okay. I don't like I them when, they're, when, when they don't understand... <laughs> we'll, we'll get well there. yeah i think it's very easy for someone to make for a developer or a publisher to decide to create a remake because it because the original is so much like goodwill and cachet with the public um and and the decision informed by that sort of motivation pretty quickly becomes and feels pretty hollow I yeah feel. remakes are more often than not very safe Mm. And they they also are a very it's a very easy way to um, get like like honestly like cheap goodwill. Yep. Um, and you, you know, see that a lot with remasters, right? Like, yes. Oh, Dishonored did well, but it was only on it was at the end of this console generation. Let's let's people said it had performance issues. Let's put it on the new hardware. Like in 2014, when we got so many games being remastered for PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Um, a lot of that was like, oh, we need new thing on new console. It's just the old thing. But you're going to buy it because maybe you didn't play it before or you really liked it. Yeah. 
you're relying on the goodwill of the audience that you've cultivated so far to sort of propel you forward. Um, and that and that's really like cynical, you know, and it, and it and it sort of it's it's sort of like mining the mining the ore. Mining the oil, mining. mining I'm lost in the terminology, but it's it's like ringing ringing this this little bit of content. This is this bit of product that you can ringing it dry until there's nothing left. Yeah, and maybe it's maybe you should have just gotten something different or tried something different or taken a bit of risk. I am. That said, like it is, the problem is it works, and they can make those decisions because some part of me. And some part of millions of other people does just want to enjoy old thing is new again. Yes. Which is, you know, it's it's backwards. And it's, it's, it's not enough for us to put our combined efforts into sort of like, uh, or ethically sometimes. It's like, I don't want to do this the most. I would rather be doing other things. I don't want to keep seeing Ghostbusters movies that, rely on what came before i want to see them do something different yeah i want to you sort of get you get you get stuck in a loop at some point yeah and you know i think in my opinion like nintendo is the worst offender of that um where they will just resell the same thing like just over and over and over again yeah yeah, they'll they'll give you they'll give you ports and remasters and remakes and all of them will be a bit sort of hollow in some way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the way the different um, the way the different companies handle that is a is a a, a a good distinction to point out. You don't see that many from Xbox, really. Uh, no, not not full remakes. The the biggest version of that that we did get was. Uh, Halo One and Two, with their anniversary editions. Yeah, um, they they got completely overhauled on the same engine stuff like that. But yeah, when you look at PlayStation and and when you look at uh, and you look at Nintendo, you de- can definitely see that sort of cynical. Hey, there's an anniversary of this. We know millions of people bought this already. We know millions of people are going to buy it again. Let's just get it out. So yeah, it's an interesting push and pull of like, yeah, I'll play this thing again if you release it. And why are you only focusing on this? I want you to do something different. When you released this originally, it wasn't the classic that it is today. Yeah. I want you to do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did we, Sam is saying, did you mute or is it me? Are we muted on stream? We were muted and I don't know why. Were we muted on the recording? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened that caused that to happen. How, right. How long has that been? I wonder. Hopefully not too long. Um, but also we've got the we've got our separate recording, so the podcast will be fine. Yeah. So the yeah. the recording is fine. Sorry, Twitch chat. Sorry, we were muted. Yeah, I Thanks might have I might have same. accidentally clicked it. Uh. So yeah. Um. You message immediately when you muted. Okay. Cool. Uh. How do we feel about changes? So. How do you feel, Jeremy? When they do take something and they do make something a bit different when they do remix it or they do make either an artistic decision that changes maybe the tone of a scene or they make a story decision that 
changes outcomes for what might have happened for a different character. How do you feel about that? I have opinions, Kerry. Uh, good. I have, I, have, I have opinions on this. Well, this is the place for them. I think that when they, they do it from a way of improving the, the tone, perhaps fixing an error... Or doing it in such a way that means that the scene or the game is amplified in a way, I think that's a good change. Okay. So, for example, I think uh, Final Fantasy VII does that a lot. There's a lot more things happening in that game now, right? Obviously, Final Fantasy VII Remake is an, ex- an, ex- an extreme version of, of what Final Fantasy VII was, which was a turn-based, you know, RPG from 1997. Yeah. And now it's a fully-fledged action combat, like character action game. Based um, on only the first five hours. Yeah, right. Um, they, I, I think that, the move away from turn-based was like I don't know if it was a risk because I think that they were they have been, they've been good at that game for a long time, but I think it was a it was still a decision that they would have had to think about and go like we like are we gonna make our premiere title an entirely different genre of gameplay and like I think it's really to its benefit. One yes. of the games I downloaded on PlayStation Plus was Seven. The original, well, the the remastered, I guess, um, on PS4, and like that game is slow. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it's slow. It's it's a twenty five year old game. Yeah, like the combat is so sluggish. You 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 just sit there and watch yeah. as your bar fills up, and the enemies get to attack you in the meantime. You're just waiting. Yeah, like. I'm so glad they gave you because there's there's elements of the ATB um, in I mean, there. It's literally called the ATB, still in there. But you get to do so much more in the meantime while you're waiting, and you get to charge it up faster with your different actions. And, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I think you know, like the the idea that you change the style and feeling of a game. Uh, for the sake of just straight fidelity, mm. I feel like can often, if you don't, if you're not careful, and look, it's a very hard balance. If you're not careful, you can lose part of the feeling of the game. Um, Shadow of the Colossus is on screen right now. I think that's a really good example of adding fidelity and still keeping the tone and the vibe of the of the game. Of the original. Um, Keeping intact. Yes. Like the, the original intention of Shadow of the Colossus is still definitely there. Whereas for... Um, like I'll, I'll use Mass Effect as an example. Even though I personally haven't played the, the original Mass Effect. Looking at um, some screenshots and some, uh, some comparisons. There were plenty of times where I'm sitting here going like... While the new one looks shinier and is shinier. The original was sort of like going for a thing. Like it was trying to hit like a, like a striking image or a tone, which gets for me quite lost. Um, 
Halo Halo 1 remake I think is a really good example of that where like I feel like they lose a lot of the personality in a lot of mm. the world design to make things look more detailed. Mm. Um but they they lose like the intention then gets muddied there. Um I honestly think that the Halo remakes are some of the best specifically because they're of their swap back and forth um nature of it where like you get the original game as well. The exact yeah, same Yeah, totally, time. which is a really unique way to do it. And I think it's something that we're not going to see that often. No. Because it generates that... It allows everyone to make the comparison at the press of a button. Yes. And it turns out it can be an incredibly divisive thing to remake something that some people or maybe thousands or millions of people really love. And, and really care for. And, and they're the people who are going to buy the remake. They're the people who want to get it again and see what else you've done to it. And Halo is also a very specific example where those games still play really well for the most part. So that you can run those old games on the, on that old engine and it's still great. Yeah. Like you're still going to have a great time. Um, and also people are so intricately familiar with every aspect of that engine that, you know, if you fuck with that, people are going to know. So that, like, you're running it on the old one is the safest option. But, yeah, like, having both options for graphics is, like, is it is in, it's the, it's the thing about, you know, if you, if you compare yourself to something that's better than you, like, then you're, then you're doing something wrong. Mm. And, like, it, it, it's tough, right? It's, it's tough to do that. Um, it takes an amount of, humility i think to say like hey if you don't want all of this work that we put in if it's just not your jam your game from 2001 is still there mm-hmm. um and yeah like not many not many games i think are confident enough to do that and i also don't think most most games work that way because you know you can't swap between the old graphics and the new graphics of final fantasy 7 for example no well yeah that would be impossible yes because the, it's in just an entirely different video game at that point it's fundamentally different it has been remade yeah um and completely reinterpreted in some ways mm. and yeah it's so exponentially different yeah but also the same yeah seven remake is such an interesting version of this yeah it's it's almost like god of war in that sense where it's like you like you are doing everything different almost aside from the the structure of the story is the same but even then it's Mm. changing yeah yeah although yeah we only knew that the structure of the story was changing when we got to the end of it no no, but we thought it was the first time the ghosts come up is pretty early though and they're not in the game at all True, but it's pretty n- unclear about what the hell that is. But sure. that's a good point. Um, but when even when it is just a... Even if, if they're not fucking with the story like they are going to, seemingly, um, even if they aren't fucking with the story, like, the game is so different. Yes. <laughs> you know, it would be like if you tried to remake literally Super Mario Brothers in 3D. Not what does Mario look like in, in 3D, but what does it mean when you take the 1985 Super Mario Brothers and make it a 3D game. Like, yeah. it, how, do you, how do you make that work? I don't know how you would. Oh, I mean, like, that's Mario 64 though, isn't it? Yes and no. Yeah, yes and no. yeah I know it's the it's, it's better than that answering that question. Them, them saying, this is how you do a 2D game 
adding a third dimension is like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's you you can't just try and translate that um it 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 wouldn't work that way yeah and 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 I'm glad they went that route with seven remake here because they they modernized it in so many ways to where it is now. It's not only a, a classic game, the original, but now we're, we've got our hands on a modern classic as well. Yeah. And that's, that's really impressive. Um, in terms of changes, I've never been one to really be that bummed by it. Like I've, I've said before on the recently on the show, I think this came up. We were talking about how, um, uh, you know, we brought up like the Mass Effect examples and stuff like that and how it, it feels like, oh, maybe it wasn't recently on the show, but it at least was on the Discord where it feels like to me sometimes that um, Jeremy's pretty, is looking out for those tonal differences if, if assets have been remade and stuff like that and kind of feels like it's hard to please Jeremy sometimes. Like if I bring up a discussion point, Jeremy's like, oh, this looks off, this looks, off, this looks different, yeah. this doesn't look right. I, but, I am, I'm granted a lot more critical... On remake on remakes and remasters, like I'm, I'm maybe like to go a step further. I'm a lot more cynical when it comes to them because I, I have less faith. I think that they yeah. are doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, and honestly, that's totally valid and fair. And I'm, I'm quite forgiving and optimistic, I guess, in that regard. I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, it looks a little different, but oh, I like, I like the resolution. I like the texture resolutions better. You know, like I'm pretty easy to please in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, like with the Mass Effect example, for 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 one thing, like I'm just kind of glad they did as much work on one as they did because, man, that's a 2006 like early Xbox 360 game. Like that, the the original game is a little, it's a little rough. <laughs> yeah, like it 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 looks ugly in a lot of places. Totally. Um. But yeah, it it. I don't mind the, I don't mind license. I guess for developers to make something as good as they can, based on their judgment at the time. I, I have I have faith and I have, <laughs> and I have a bit of trust that they're that they're doing their best. Yeah, like um, I think I think you know I, when I when I'm critical of them, I don't think that I'm I'm that I, that, that I don't think that they're not doing their best. I think sure, yes. I, no, so I, I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I, I think it's just more that I, I feel like a lot of the time it's, it's not, it's not maybe it's just not coming from the right place, or there's just maybe a, a lack of, um, like like maybe like a lack of direction, right? Because I think there there might be an assumption in on some of these projects that you don't need a uh, a voice to recreate a game perhaps mm-hmm. like, Oh, the game's already there. You don't need to decide anything. Just make it look better. Mm-hmm. And it's very Just press easy. Press the up-res button. Exactly. And it's very easy to accidentally make it worse. A really good example. I think a really good example is the grand theft auto remakes. They brought out recently. Oh, the, the trilogy. Yeah. Where I couldn't not, believe not, a lot of people said not even good remakes, but yeah, <laughs> Yes, right. Yeah, like you know, beyond the like that stuff, it was literally put through just a three D model uprising software, and jokes were getting ruined, mm. models were worse, and I remember like you and I disagreed immediately on 
on like, you know, does this look better or worse? And you were saying it looks mm. better and I was saying it looks worse. And then there were things like there's a there's like a an auto shop which is called like Nut or something, and it was like a big yeah. Didn't bolt. they do like a lot of like texture upscaling, like AI texture upscaling or something? Yeah, and and it ruined like it, it introduced spelling mistakes because they didn't mm. check it. But like, but the 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 nut that was on top of the building. Oh yeah, like like a it, like it an t- octagonal nut that you use in mechan- in mechanical work. Got yeah. turned into a donut. It got turned into <laughs> a rounded object, which is just not the joke. Um, <laughs> that was a really egregious one to the point where they took it down. Right, they stopped you yeah. from being able to buy it. And yeah, that, that whole that whole thing was. I mean, it had performance issues and everything about it was, it was fucked. Yeah, it was so bad. Um, and that's where that that cynicism is well founded. In, in an example like that, one hundred percent. Yeah, and like my my concern is that that happens a lot. It, like the, it's the it's the same argument with the Resident Evil. Sorry, the, the Resident Evil Resident Evil on the screen, the Silent Hill remaster, where they were like, "Hey, guess what? Like this fog was here, so that they didn't have to render so many polygons. Let's mm. remove the fog." And like, oh, cool, the atmosphere's gone. Yeah, exactly. Like it turns out, a lot of these like video decisions based on graphics also had a design reason about it. It would be totally. Like, it would be like if they made the first Crash Bandicoot levels in a straight line because they can render the whole level at once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. When you're designing around limitations, maybe you should still honor those yeah. limitations. <laughs> those design decisions made around those limitations, even if the limitations aren't there already um, or aren't there again. Got to keep uh, the soul. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got the Resident Evil um, 2 remake trailer on screen. Uh, and this is a series that's been so remade when you look back on its history. Resident Evil 1, uh, 4 was remastered. And now, and now, the, now there's a remake of 4. Re- there's a remake of 4 coming next year. Remakes of 2 and 3 came out over the last three years that were very well received. Th- 3 um, not as much, but I think as 3 is still like just people, a game that not as many people like. Yeah, I, and I think it was like it was kind of short, and they charged a lot for it as well. Um, so that was that was sort of like a publishing issue at that point. Right. But with with two people really liked it, and again, that was another it's really sort good of thing. Like like Final Fantasy VII remake, where they really took a a lot of steps to modernize it, and and they did introduce. You know, that's a game where you where you talk about. Um, bringing things up to fidelity and potentially losing tone. I, I, you, you played the game at all. I haven't, I haven't played it at all, but you, you played it. Would you say that, that it's pretty, they've, they've managed to keep a foreboding and harrowing Ooh. and horrific w- tone? Like 100%. And beyond that, they even recreated some of the cutscenes almost shot for shot into, um, mm. and did the same, the same jump scares, the same like eerie quietness at the exact same moments. They recreated what it was like to feel what that game would have been like to play for the first time while yeah, making they didn't it just remake the assets they remade the moments yes yes which is it's really hard to do that like they did a really good job because it's a very difficult thing to do mm. yeah so we've got another prompt here um it says why remakes are important and what where does a remake fit into the legacy of a of a product in general um, you know, sort of touching on game preservation issues and um, things of that nature. It 
it definitely speaks to like some people i think would say why a remake is important is because it keeps it modern it keeps it available it keeps it accessible um but i think that really does speak to why game preservation is important at the moment and how difficult it is to get your hands on things that aren't properly kept on hand for you to be able to access when you need to yeah um game preservation is something that many people are working on uh you know lots of independent efforts to catalog games and games media from an old age like magazines and stuff like that keep hardware on board you know there are so many like so many of the nes and snes cartridges they've all got batteries in them and all the batteries are starting to die yeah and like the contacts are starting to wear off and like people have lost game files from earlier back in the day so there's there's a real effort being made by a lot of people who aren't the main developers to to help uh, I think things in check because I think I, we, we I, could be a little bit more fair. There's not many visible efforts for for publishers and developers. I think to maintain that stuff. I think is fair to say. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think to be maybe a little bit fairer, it's it's specifically the publishers and the owners of the companies that own the studios because it's 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 yeah it it's it's the big wigs mm. they're not interested in preservation that doesn't make them money mm. right so yeah that, well, they're not they're not there for the artistic medium they're there no. for the uh and to be fair like people who i'm i'm sure like uh cataloging efforts for film and movies and tv i'm sure a lot of those aren't backed by uh big studios and fox and Weirdly, or, am i wrong I, so, yes and no. Um, some companies, yes. Some companies, no. Um, it's different, though, because they have an immediate financial reason to do that. Right? That? So, well, because, like, you know, you don't need to buy an old TV to watch an old movie. They, okay. it, it, like, they can just always sell that thing. So, they can always, they always have a reason to, pre- to preserve it. Um, right. You know, they keep the old tapes so they can always remaster the films later. Um, you know, there was whereas a, with early games and stuff like that, you have to sort of adapt you, them and work on them to allow them to fit new technology. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it is it is easier. Like, w- w- what is harder for for film companies is to keep the original roles in a, a like original canisters of film in like climate controlled environments um because there have been fires in the past which have wiped out stuff and if it was filmed on cassette i, I know weirdly a lot about a lot about some of this stuff like if it was filmed on cassette for example it's harder to bring forward because the original quality was already bad but a lot of in, for example when star trek next generation it was filmed on cassette but it wasn't actually filmed on cassette it was filmed on film and then immediately transferred to cassette and so for a long time they were like we can't ever remaster this show because it was filmed on a VHS because it was the 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 early like nineties or something, yeah, um, or eighties or something, and it was like you know, well, what? Then they found the then they found the reels. They found the reels and they were able to go back, but that meant they had to recut it. Oh, yeah, it was and it, it ended up being a mammoth job, but they did it and they sold it and it's like wonderful. Um, but like yeah, they they had to recut the original copies of it. It's like all those sitcoms from the early 2000s that didn't adapt to HD or widescreen. Yeah, right. All of but, the ones that are still like 4 by 3 new series that started around those times did. So Scrubs was like 4 by 3 until like 2008. 
and then while Arrested Development started in two thousand and four in widescreen. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's that's fascinating. So, in terms of games, it's when hmm, it, it's hard. I think it is hard. Something like the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I think, is a really good example of a. That's a remaster, to be fair, with some very heavy remastering going into the original game because it really needed it. Um, but I think something like that for a game that happened at the start of a generation that was maybe two generations ago, and we didn't see anything for it in the in the next uh, generation, the PS4, Xbox One generation, except for Andromeda. But you know, um, I think it's 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 good to be able to make that more accessible for people who want to play it new and shiny, for people who want to play it. Uh, on whatever they're using currently without having to get an old console out. I, like, I think that is important. And I don't think it's unreasonable to charge for it either. Um, but there, there is a question of, like, why can't we just use the old thing? Why can't we just be happy with playing Super Mario Brothers? I'm just going to keep coming back to this example. Sure. Playing Super Mario Brothers on the NES or... Say if you originally bought it on Wii, like, you know, getting the, the Wii virtual console version of that and playing that instead of having to subscribe to NSO to download their subscription model. Um, you know, the, it feels like there's, there's, because there's hardware, graphics, technology limitations, because all of, all of video games is digital, that there's, it's almost more rife for exploitation in some way or, um, for rehashing stuff that doesn't necessarily need it. Yeah. Um, yes. I feel like it is more... And, you know, like, I think you and I both know that any development costs money. It costs labor. It's not... It's never... It's, you know, it's not the click of a button. It takes mm-hmm. It takes time and work because you want to make sure what you're putting out is bad. Sorry, isn't bad. But... <laughs> sorry, but you... You'll be wonder where I'm going with this. Sometimes when they do this, they do all of this, charge for it, and it is still bad, Mm -hmm. right? You know, like look at the the, like worse than the original, or yeah, like look at the um the original version of Ocarina of Time that came out on the Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, like it it had man that broke my heart. Graphical errors. It had bugs. It had a bunch of different stuff. Right. Right. Uh, I think we've got a duplicate trailer here. Yeah, it's probably looping. Ah, this is RE3. Looks like oh, RE2, right. but it's But RE3. it's the same intro. That's that's funny. Because yeah. it's happening in the same place at the same time on the same yeah. night. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, you you need to put the work in. It, mm. need, it needs to be like at minimum the same as the old one, right? And sometimes yeah. it's, that... It's still a creative effort. Yes. Um, and it should be for the right reasons, right? Like uh, the moment it came out and we saw the state that it was in, which is not like it wasn't, you know, the worst thing in the world. You couldn't get past Karuko Village or anything like that, right? It was like, it was just not great. Yeah. They they should have treated it maybe with more respect and then immediately, you know, the 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 blinds opened and you saw the reason it was there and it was to tick a box so that you would give them money for their subscription service. Totally. And like, they fixed it. They patched it. Yeah. Great. Well done. Thank you. Did you only do that because people pressured you for it and you thought maybe no one would notice? Or maybe you thought people would notice and you didn't care? Or, or you had a budget that was too small to begin with. And, yeah, and, and like, when, when asked 
to increase the budget to get this right. You said no. And, and, it, and, it, and it blows back on you because, hey, turns out that really sucked. Yeah. It really sucked to play a version that was inferior in almost every way. Like, yeah. oh, man. And th- there are a lot of decisions that was being just made a port. like that. That wasn't even a remaster, right? And so, you know, going back to the original question about, like, why do we sometimes feel like we need remasters? And it's because sometimes a game... You know, the original is always going to be there in a way, but sometimes the easiest thing in the world to bring people into, like, a loving relationship with the game that everybody else already loves is to remake it in a way that will meet modern standards, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, we talk about, like, cynical, like, development or publishers, um, but it, it's not for nothing, you know? I, I've said this already in this segment, but, you know, there's a part of us there that wants it. There's a part of us there that wants shiny old, that wants... Yeah. Like, it's... Part of this is they're giving us what some people want. Hmm. And sometimes they give us The Last of Us Remastered. Sorry, do you mean Last of Us Remastered or The Last of Us Part 1? Sorry, The Last of Us Part 1. The remake. <laughs> you mean Last of Us Re-Remastered? Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be calling it that for until the end of time. It is like... When um, Last of Us Part 1 was announced a month ago, not even, earlier this month, and, um, you know, we're looking at the trailer footage and people say, oh, yeah, it's remade from the ground up and it's this and it's that. And That's I'm a looking lie. at it. I'm like, it doesn't. A lot of these are like shot for shot the same. They're using the same assets. They're using the same performance capture. They're using like it, it's going to be the same game. It, it's a PS4 game, Gary. What? This is, this is a PS4 game running on a PS5. That is the reason it is 1440p, 60 FPS, because right, yes. it can't push higher than that. Um, because it's not supported in the engine, because it's a PS4 game. It could game. if they wanted it to. Like, if they were going to do this, they could make it happen if they wanted it to. I think I, they've chosen not to. Yeah, but I mean, like, to the, I don't know if this game is not going to come out on PS4. So that, like, as in, like, there, there are people... The people online, who knows the, the the validity of it, but like the, the some of the assumption is that this is actually a PS4 game running in like a boosted mode. Well, um, like it's a PS4 it's, client it, with it's, a it's, PS5 patch. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not a native PS5 game. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is just the Last of Us Two engine. They just put as much of Last of Us One's assets into the Last of Us Two engine, like yeah. beat for beat. But yeah, you look at that and it's like when we when you're. <sighs> when you are preserving some parts and you're not, when you're <laughs> like parts of this game aren't remade, like new yeah. textures, new assets, right. That's impressive. That's good. But some other parts you're leaving completely untouched. Mm. That's not remade. It's, it's a weird middle ground. That's why I want to call it a re remaster is cause like, I'm just going to call it the, the, re- <laughs> the rehabilitation of Joel Miller. <laughs> rehabilitation of Joel Miller. We'll, we'll see. I still think, the story as it is, it makes him irredeemable, but that's that's a, a conversation for September. What, yeah, for when that game comes out. Yeah. Uh Jeremy. Kerry. I didn't actually put this ahead of time, which I should have, but what are your top three remakes? So I have three. 
that I'm going to bring up. The first mm-hmm. one is Halo, which is hilarious considering how much I talk about how much I don't like the anniversary edition of Halo 1. Halo 1, yeah. And I'm not just talking about Halo 2. I am including Halo 1 in one of the best remasters I've ever played, specifically because of the ability to swap between them on the fly. Really? That's fascinating. I think I still think that that is a, that is a absolute masterstroke of a decision. Mm-hmm. It was not as clean on the 360, granted. It, you had a, a black screen for about two seconds every time you did it, as the assets had to stream in. Mm-hmm. That being said, it running now on the Master Chief Collection... It is a absolute wonderful idea to be able to swap between them, compare them, and then the inclusion of being able to do it in cutscene in Halo 2. How, yeah. how outstanding is that? Um, it, it is outstanding. It's, it's such a... It is such, such a love a, letter. It is such a genuine, like, we know how much the original means to you. We're mm, not here to mm. make it... Like, like, we're here to try and make it better if we can, but, you know, if you don't want that, it's just still there for you. But... Yeah, it's a player-centric decision. Yeah, but like if you wanna if you wanna compare it, here you go. And you know what? I I like I, I still think that the 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 version of Halo Two that they put out um is 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 my default. I I play mm-hmm. that version. I think the version of Halo Two they put out, the anniversary edition, I think it's outstanding. I I think it's excellent. Um, Halo Two anniversary is so good. Yes. Um. Yeah, I I think that is one of the best remakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, off the top of my head, and this is interesting because I haven't I haven't played it that much in comparison to how long this series goes for. But Mass Effect Legendary Edition, we brought it up a few times today, but it's so good to see that game modernized and to see it where it is today. It's, I mean, that game it means a lot to basically everyone who plays it once they get to a certain point. Um, because you 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 develop you develop such a connection to the characters and to the story and to the world, um, and the setting and you just watching this trailer like I'm getting the trailers ready for for the having this on the on the stream today and just seeing the five seconds of gameplay before I copied the link and pasted it, I was like oh shit I need to play more of this like there's so many cool scenes cool vistas moments cutscenes like dialogue choices characters there's so much that means so much for that game and it's and it's great that it's just available it's it's great that they've done it and done a good job i'll i'll, I'll be honest with you Kerry. when the trailer came up i was like oh maybe i should go back and actually properly play yeah it's man. so hard to find the time for three giant fucking games yeah man it's really yeah, hard it to is. find this and like that is i think the biggest thing that's stopping me because i know i was really excited to play it there's a reason i pre-ordered it and bought it on launch and you know yeah. put it in and sat down and started playing mass effect one mm-hmm. and i started to get into it but it's just more like i just know how long it's gonna be it's like it's like starting one piece like you just can't do it yeah. sometimes <laughs> it's like man i could do so like, many other things with this it's, time it's climbing a mountain to then realize there's two even fucking bigger mountains on the other side of it. Totally. I know exactly what you mean. I will also say there is a fair amount... There is some credence to the idea that maybe if you're not hooked to the point where it becomes the top of your list, and I know you were enjoying one. I know you were enjoying one. I know that. And I was enjoying one when I was playing it. But there is some... There is a nugget of... of logic there that says 
you might be more engaged if you start with two. I, it I might pull you through. It it's, might. It's not about being engaged. It's not about being engaged. Okay. Because I was in on one. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm gonna play this game. I'm, I'm enjoying. It's like, it's like watching early seasons of Star Trek. Like I've, I've had my fair share of slow, drawn out, unrefined sci-fi. You know, I've yep, seen yep, yep. every Star Trek that isn't Deep Space Nine, and not even for me, not like a Deep Space Nine. I just have barely seen it. Let me ask you this though, Jeremy. When did you start watching that stuff? Did you watch it first, or did you watch it after you were hooked? I I watched it after I well I mean like I had to get hooked but I got hooked on the original series which is the hardest one to start, um, but you know like I remember deciding one day I'm just going to sit down and watch every episode of the Next Generation, <laughs> yeah. and I and I still haven't done it but that's only because I'm up to the season where they do the writer strike and every episode fucking sucks but like it's it's you know it's, uh, it's what I've seen is enough I got to the end in my head, Jeremy let me ask you this. Yes. What's what are you playing next? Like, what's my next game that I'm playing? You you you're about to finish Neon White. It's, it's not it's not Mass Effect. No. <laughs> I'm just though. saying now <laughs> might be the time. Now <laughs> might be the time. It might be Dark Souls two. Oh, dude. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you haven't finished Elden Ring. You don't you don't want to do it, Jeremy. Oh, I can understand that you want to. No, my next game is actually Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sorry. Ah, oh, you're breaking my heart. That's fine. You you, you got to do your you got to do you. Don't forget, Jeremy. July twenty second, Live Alive is coming out as well. Live Alive. Live, live Alive. Pardon me. Live, live Alive. I'm gonna. I am gonna buy that game. That game looks great. Speaking um, of uh, remakes or remasters. Yeah. Uh, my next one, my next of my top three remasters, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's yours as well, Final Fantasy VII. It's just, du, 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 du. it's just like a, it's just an incredible game. It's, it's just a 10 out of 10, 9.5 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Oh, you 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 take that point five out of your mouth, Mister. Oh, it's 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 a little bit sexist. <laughs> yeah, no good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got some it's got some it's got some trouble. It does have um, some trouble. And look, not the parts that I thought it was going to be. So you know that's pretty good for it. Um, yep. <laughs> but like, it, yeah, it's it's not. I don't I don't think it's perfect, but it's fucking close. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. And I also think it's more than some of its parts. Um, and just a, we've we've spoken about Final Fantasy VII. We know about. We've spoken Fantasy. about it recently. We spoke about it at the time. We've spoken about it for this segment. But this this game currently sitting at the top of my list of favorite games of all time. It's I can't wait to play more of it. I can't wait to see where the rest of it's going. Oh, I'm gonna break your heart. Okay, again. Yeah. Uh, How I many pieces will my heart be in? <laughs> I don't know where my play disc is. Oh, you did tell me that. You told yeah, me that your housemate like, was looking for it. Yeah, but I, oh, I looked, you, you I looked, looked for it. Like I looked oh, in, dude, in all no. the other cases. I, d- I don't know where it is. <laughs> oh, no. That's a, sh- that, that's a shame. Yeah. That's and because I was, I was going to play it the other day. Oh, that, okay. No, that does break. That <laughs> bit breaks my heart that you didn't get there because you couldn't find it. Yeah. Let me see. 
EB Games Final I'm, Fantasy I'm not, VII I'm not, Remake I'm not, I'm not, pre-owned on PlayStation 4, only 36 bucks. Okay. On sale, down from 44. Yeah. Uh, I've got it on yeah. digital. I should be able to play it, actually. What do you mean you got it on digital? Everyone got it on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, but it doesn't cover you for remake. It doesn't cover rather doesn't cover you for integrate. I wonder if I could download the game, put in my install disc, and it might think it's the same version. No, because they added that after the fact. They said, "Yeah, it, yeah it does now." Does it? I think way later. I think they did. Oh, I don't I'll, know about that. Final I'll, Fantasy. I'll have to double check. Um, but point being, this game's amazing. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Active PS Plus users can upgrade to PS5 version. Yeah, yeah. They, Does it they, come with Integrate? Does it come with Yuffie's chapter? Doesn't matter. I bought that. It's a different Good point. It's, not, it's 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 probably the same skew. Okay, so you should just be able to download it then. Yeah. Uh, it can upgrade. Okay, well that's good. Do you, do you want to go for your final one or because I well I've, I've got to this isn't this isn't one that's my favorite, uh, but it is the other one that I have left, which is Demon Souls. Mm. Um. Was that on your list as well? Well, my my final one was Blue Point, just as a as a studio, uh, as a cheat answer. Ah, uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll say what's good about Demon Souls, and then you can agree with me and, and talk about Shadow. Sure. Um, but Demon Souls is astounding. When you look at footage of the original Demon Souls on PS3, it looks like a good PS1 game at times. Like it looks so muddy and rough and and jagged edged at times yeah. a good ps1 game is a bit of a stretch a good ps2 game a good ps2 game yeah and to be fair it was an early ps3 game that's kind of how generations work and but especially for the ps3 it has not aged gracefully in the least it no. is not only due to all the accessibility issues we were talking about before in this episode but man is it hard to Hard to get a hold of, hard to play, and hard to look at. Um, And the remake is maybe the most beautiful game I've ever seen. And it's been out for 18 months now. There are other games that can come forward and take its place after that much time, you'd think. But it's drop-dead gorgeous. It's absolutely astonishing. And it's just bricks and fire and, you know, rats. Mountains. But... It doesn't matter. They've made it all so beautiful, so stylized, and uh, so you sh- you, high you definition. Gotta, and you gotta wait till you get to the skeleton islands. Skeleton islands. Yeah. When the when the lightning strikes the tree. Ah. Uh, when you look up and you see the beast in the sky, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Does that happen in game? What? Where you look up and you see a beast in the sky? I thought that was just part of the the intro cinematic. Mm, what wait? What beast are you talking about? In the intro cinematic, where there's there's like skeletons in front of your character, and then along the rampart wall, the he- big hands, and then the big monster goes like. Rah! No, that's not the beast I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Great um, intro cinematic. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, like my answer is is yes. Demon Souls and Shadow of the Colossus from Blue Point. Um. I think is they. Like, look, there are some people that complain about some of the things inside of these, and I think that there are some valid complaints in terms of some of the things that they've changed. Um, Wanda's face in Shadow of the Colossus ain't great, um, but also you barely see it. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with it? It's just as like ugly. <laughs> it's like a, it's just, oh. it's just not a good facial model at all, really. Um, 
and look, that's like a that's that's important. Like he's the character in the game. Mm. Um, they, I think they should have done a better job there. But also, like the rest of the game is just so fucking good. Um, is that the horse? Huh? Is that the horse? No, the the guy. Oh, the guy. Yeah. Um, Wonder wonders. Yes, Agro is the horse. Um, that's right. No, it's because it's the only word in the game. Um, the the. And yeah, like like Demon Souls also has some people complained about certain parts of the game with liberties they they took. Um, when you hear them talk about it, you kind of understand that they needed to take liberties because there just wasn't enough detail in the original game in mm. some aspects. And some people say that like the liberties they took were incorrect, which is that's fine if you think that. For and me, it's, those are the comparisons you invite when you undertake a project like this. Of course, and you know they knew that. I'm sure they had that conversation internally as well. Um, that being said, like I think just overall, it's like it's just the way to play that game. It's just the way to play those games. Honestly, um, they look incredible, and they really capture the feel of it. Like I know Shadow of the Glosses front to back. I've played it so many times. Mm. Like and like. I I don't play the PS2 version or the PS3 port. I play the PS4 version on my PS5. Yeah. If they brought out a PS5 version of it, which like ran better and looked better, like I'd probably buy it. Is it still your favorite game ever? Probably. Yeah. Neon White hasn't pipped it. No. <laughs> um Yeah, like probably. I don't know. I don't think a game will I don't know if a game will ever get that high. Like Outer Wilds came close, but like I don't, I don't think it a game might, it might be unreachable. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just you just can't. So, well, much as I want to talk about Final Fantasy VII more, I uh, we really have done that a lot recently, and uh, we're going a little long on this episode, uh, so I think we'll leave it there. But just know that. I'm thinking of it at all times. Like, I, just, I just need you all to know that. Like Barrett and his daughter. Or the planet. He's thinking of both of those things at all times at once. Although, you know, when he decides to leave his, his daughter in the city and just, like, leave, you got to wonder how much he's really thinking about his daughter. But that's, you know, whatever. <laughs> he's on a mission. Uh-huh. He's determined. Uh-huh. It's it's a non-fatherly mission though. It's a it's a Yeah. It's it's a selfless mission, but when you are selfless and you have responsibilities, like you you kind of you're letting you're letting the side down. <laughs> uh that was a really weird tangent to end with, but sure that's was. what we're gonna do. <laughs> this is the minimap cast. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. Um I already told you that we did the chat during the break, so what I'll tell you about instead is you can find this episode and all other episodes on minimap.com.au. Uh, you can also find uh, us on any podcast service of your choice. If you want to help the show out at all, uh, tell your friends about us if you think we're neat. Uh, that would help a bit. If you, you know, and We also have you know clips of smaller segments of the show up on YouTube at the moment, so if you want to just share our Neon White discussion or just our remakes discussion, we'll, we won't clip every part of every show out, but the, the bits that had good segments in them and good discussions, we'll clip those out for you there. So a bit more shareable, a bit more rewatchable as well if you want to find a specific point. Uh, you can also rate us positively on whatever platform you find us and listen to us on, if that's on YouTube, if that's on 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, wherever you get us. Uh, if you give us a little plus or a five stars or a tick or a heart, don't give us five stars if it's a 10 star rating because that would be bad for us. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I and mean, go, um, don't give us 10 stars if it's a 20 star rating. Exactly. So, you know, but also, like, I'm not going to tell you to, like, if that's what you genuinely think about us, then give it fine. to us anyway. Give it to us anyway. That's fine. That's what the rating's there for. You, another option, though, is also you could just uh, just tweet us. You know, you don't have to give us a negative rating, but you could you could tweet us and tell us what we could do differently. Uh, we're both on Twitter uh, individually. I'm there at KJ Palmer underscore 24. Uh, Blonde Jeremy, where are you on Twitter? <laughs> at Obi-Wan Jez. Um, oh, same Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, no, right. yeah I, I, I took it off him. Um, he let it lapse. <laughs> Uh, if you have a discussion topic for us, feel free to let us know. Good point. Good point. We've got one for next week. We're going to be talking about and comparing the different subscription services of all platforms. Once I spend a bit more time with PlayStation's offering, uh, now that NSOs is a bit more matured, we've got Xbox Game Pass. So we're going to be running through them all next week and talking uh, about the pros and cons and what we like and dislike. Who's who's gonna who's gonna cop the Stadia bill out of the two of us? Who? Uh, uh, Stadia. Oh, Stadia. That's new. I haven't heard of them. That sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah. What are they about? Not much, as it turns out. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Minimap is also on all of the socials. We're on Twitter there as well, at MinimapAU. Also on Twitch and Instagram and TikTok. I'm like, <laughs> the pressure was building up in my skull. Uh, we're also on Patreon uh, if you wanted to support us monetarily. That's patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. And yeah, if you do have any discussion topics for us, um, love to hear them. If you've got something you want to hear us talk about, that's an option there. Uh, but until next week, I hope you all have a good one. Uh, Jeremy, I hope you have a good one too. We'll see you then. I hope you don't have a good one. You bastard.